Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex. Let's change the way we talk about money. So I'm Alex, your host of Financial Flex. I feel like I have to start introducing myself for new listeners because, I mean, if you don't know who I am, you're like, who is this girl talking? So for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Alex, the host of this lovely podcast. Um... I'm sure you guys can hear my voice sounds a lot better than last week. Um, So what was going on with that? I had COVID. um, And actually at the time I'm still recording this, I'm actually still in isolation with John. Um, I should hopefully be getting out rather soon um, to get like another test redone because I can't return back to work until I have a negative test result. So yeah, I've been locked in a room with John for going on six days now. Um, And so yeah, my voice sounds a whole lot better. I feel a whole lot better. Um, Monday was like my first day of having it and it was rough, you guys. Like I went to bed Sunday with like a slightly scratchy throat, nothing to be too concerned about. Woke up on Monday and felt like I had been run over by a truck. Like I had the chills, the sweats really bad body aches I felt like someone was drilling into my head with like a drill gun or something like that's how bad my headaches were and I just could not get out of bed for two days and then on the third day I started to like you know feel better and by the fourth day I was able to like get out of bed and like clean up and stuff but like I said in my last um not last week's episode but maybe like two weeks ago like the very first new episode of the year I am taking I'm taking this podcast very seriously so in the next couple of episodes with the interviews that I have with my guests like I did that while I was sick so my voice doesn't sound like the best um but I promise it's still great But yeah, like I was like, I cannot let COVID stop me. (laughs) I need to get these interviews done because I really want to start, you know, sharing more of other people's journeys, not just with finance, but like with business and life and obviously with like financial financials sprinkled in there. But um, yeah, I'm taking it very seriously. So COVID was not stopping your girl, but I'm really happy to be feeling better. Thank God. Um, John's feeling better as well. He still hasn't um his taste or his smell hasn't returned yet but hopefully that will soon um let me see what else is going on in my world oh so we paid off a loan so we have seven loans down five more to go we are at 26,000 a little over 26,000 right now and so yeah it's looking really good I'm hoping that obviously life is life you can't really help what happens to you but I'm hoping that we have no major money issues this year because we can realistically get out of debt this year and that's so exciting I mean like after seeing basically $50,000 go down to 26 like it just feels so close to me so I'm like okay like let's it's it's time to like get it like let's do this so that is really exciting oh I got a raise at work so um I was making 45 before I am now making 55 so I have an an additional um $500 a month to throw out debt now which is pretty awesome and I'm very thankful and it is not something that I take for granted like during this time at all um so 
really, really thankful and appreciative of that. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't believe there isn't. I don't think there's anything else I'd have to, like, tell you guys. Um, yeah, I gave a talk over the weekend to a group of, like, 40 children about the fundamentals of money management. And honestly, it was the best thing. Like, I almost started crying because I just, they were so responsive. And these were, and these kids were young. They were, like, maybe 10 to 12 years old. And hearing them say, I'm going to save my money to, like, buy people medicine or... I'm I'm saving up to start my own business. Like one guy, one kid was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm starting a candle business, and um, it's something that's like, but my candles, it has something that like no one's ever done before." And it was just, I don't know. Like I was like, "We don't deserve kids. They are just too pure for this world." Um, so it was really awesome to kind of. I don't know, like spread knowledge. Like I kind of wish that when I was a kid, that someone had sat me down other than my parents but my parents barely did that <laughs> but I wish someone had sat down and kind of imparted some knowledge to me um because who knows maybe maybe my life would be different I don't know but I really hope that you know I was able to drop a little drop some little gems for them um and it was it was great like it was an hour talk and I was so scared that my presentation wasn't going to be long enough and it 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 was so I'm I'm really thankful for the opportunity so thank you um to Marlene and Sheree of Josiah's Kids for having me um honestly truly a moment that I will never forget just definitely major life highlight for me so yeah but okay so I now I really think that I've shared everything with you guys um And before we get into today's episode, I do just have a few housekeeping rules. So as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review. Um, Like I said, this year's all about growth. So I'm trying to get into more people's headphones and car rides on their way to work, on their way home from work, on the way to the grocery store, things like that. So um, having ratings and reviews... Um, helps my rankings in the whole like podcast world so please if you haven't done that do that Um, you can keep up with me on instagram at financial flex podcast Um, I'm trying to do a little bit of rebranding and stuff like that so um, and and be on there more so fun stuff going on there and yeah I really think that this is all I had to say and without further ado let's get into today's episode. So today's guest, her name is Courtney. I met Courtney a few years ago. I was, I think, one of her like first clients at a salon that I go to nearby and she was just so sweet and I don't know, I had never had a hairstylist that was like the same age as me or a little bit younger. So I don't know, we just instantly clicked and like I said, she was really, really sweet. Um, and since then, she has moved on from that salon to start her own business and she has like 36,000 followers on Instagram and she's built this really, really awesome community of um predominantly like black women who are interested in like you know natural hair and so I wanted I invited her on the podcast just to talk about entrepreneurship and then also how COVID has affected her business because I mean 
industries like, you know, salons have been hit so hard by COVID. Um, and so I just thought that she would be a great person to speak with um, about what's happening in our world right now. So without further ado, here's Courtney. I am Courtney. I go by Court on social media, Court the Curl Conqueror. Um, I specialize in natural hair. Um, Alex was one of my very first clients, started off silk pressing her hair. She's so awesome. Um, I love what I do because I get to meet pretty amazing people like Alex. And yeah, and that's what brought me here today. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been like doing hair? unprofessionally forever professionally like three and a half years (laughs) so um you you now have your own business like when I first met you you were working at um a different like salon so was having your own business always a goal for you um I remember growing up and I know it sounds cliche at um the boys and girls club a camp called Camp Kiwanis and um I ended up being the kitchen manager there. Like, you know, you start off like as an assistant counselor, then you move your way up. And I was in this, I was the kitchen manager there and I loved it. And I remember at that moment, I was like, I'm good at telling people what to do. And I I know it sounds crazy, but I, it was that moment where I said, I want to be a boss. Like, (laughs) and I know people throw that term around like a lot, like, oh, I'm a boss. She's a boss. He's a boss. But like, I knew like, I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at managing people. It brings me pride. It brings me um, joy to know that, hey, I'm giving them constructive criticism. And just working with different people, it lets you know like, hey, you know what? You learn what not to do and what to do. So right now I'm the boss of myself, <laughs> but I, I hope to eventually like expand um, and be the boss of others. Personally, like I've seen a lot of stylists who start off going to uh, going to school to get their degree, but then either they end up like dropping out because they realize like, hey, I want to go to um, hair school. Uh, so, but for you, you were able to do both. You were able to um, both get like get your degree, but also um, still continue to like do hair. So, talk so talk to us a little bit about that journey and what, and what that was like for you. Yeah, so I was that stylist that went to school and dropped out. That was me first. Um, I took, I think I went to school for a year. And I was like, you know what, during this point in my life, this just isn't it. (laughs) So I wanted to do something I was passionate about. And I went to um, cosmetology school and I was like, I'll never go back to school. Oprah didn't go back to school. P. Diddy didn't go to school. You know, like I was like, I don't really need school. But then um, I started taking this business class at my church and I was like, wow, I want to know more about this. And I had, I was majoring in business before I left college, but I think it was just at that time in my life, it felt right to go back. And I guess I had a different um, mindset and I wanted to know and just learn as much as I can. And now I I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And it wasn't the easiest thing, um, especially not financially. And I think it's important to tell people that, especially that being on a financial podcast right now, because, you know, I had to depend on mom like a lot during that process. It wasn't easy, but it flew by like in hindsight, like I just can't believe I'm done, but it was worth it to have both aspects. You like you answered my next question. I was going to ask if you thought that like getting your degree was beneficial to you and like what you do on the daily basis. 
If anything, I think that, yes, I think it was beneficial because it definitely taught me structure. Um, it taught me to do things on time, um, to do things to the best of my ability. It taught me how to multitask and, and network and, and to face my fear. Sometimes you don't want to talk to professors, you know, <laughs> but you go up there because you know that it needs to be done. And sometimes you have to do the same thing for your business. Hey, I may not want to do this, or I may not want to do that, but Hey, you know, a lot of the things that if I'm being completely honest, I don't remember everything I learned in class, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember the foundation, right? Turn this in on time. If you have questions, ask. If you need a resource, search for it. Um, but like the the modules and the, the homework, and I remember some of it, but I don't remember all of it. And to be honest, a lot of what I learned, and I just created a Clubhouse account, and I don't know what made me think of my bio, but I said a lot of what I learned comes from taking leaps of faith, because every day, leaps of faith and experience, because every day, like I could have went to school for years, I could still be in school for years, but they didn't know I wanted to be a hairstylist. They didn't know specifically, some of my professors did, but they're not um, cultivating the lesson just for me, right? They're cultivating the lesson for everybody. So mm -hmm. they don't know how to teach me to be an amazing hairstylist, right? They right. don't know that, um, or to own specifically a hairstyling business. Usually a lot of what they're teaching is like corporate and owning a chain or a franchise and stuff like that. But they didn't teach me specifically, hey, this is what you're going to have to do. So a lot of what I've done has come from, or a lot of like, a lot of people say, oh, your page is so great. I'm like, it is because I was just trying this out. Like, I didn't know that it was going to work. So it's literally just trial and error and um, betting on myself every day and trusting God. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love that. So um, you mentioned uh, like leaps of faith. Like what does that mean to you and what does that look like? It means taking the risk and putting your trust in God. Like if God is giving you the vision um, or when God gave me the vision to step out and to get my LLC and start doing this curl conquering thing by myself, you know, I, I had to have strong faith. I had to rely on him. When I left, I literally maybe had like two, fo not followers, two clients <laughs> that had my contact information. I was at a commission-based salon, so I couldn't take my clients with me. Um, I wasn't big on social media. So it's just like, hey, like it was just having that faith, like, okay, God, I know you told me to go. I don't have this planned out yet. Like even the first salon I was at, like most people want you to do a year lease. I was like, can I please do a six month lease? <laughs> Cause I didn't want to be in debt. I didn't even know if I was going to get past the first week. So yeah. <laughs> kind of going back to like your, uh, your school days. Did you graduate with any student debt? Yeah, <laughs> I no. did. I did. Okay. Um, and so like, Obviously, right now with like the pandemic and stuff, student loans have been placed on hold. So have you been still making payments or are you just kind of putting that on the back burner for now? I'm doing some here and there, but not faithfully because I do know, hey, at some point I'm going to have to pay them. So I just kind of been like, okay, I'm going to pay a little bit here and there. Put some money towards here, but like responsibly, like every month paying it. 
No. So COVID brought a lot of businesses to a standstill, especially with like salons, like during the peak. So how, how is your business like during the peak of everything? And how is it now today? During the peak of it, it was really weird because nobody knew, um, nobody knew what to expect, right? Nobody knew how long we were going to be quarantined. Um, you know, like California is still quarantined, you know, they're back on quarantine. Like we didn't know if we were out of the business forever. So nobody, like I said, I really didn't know what to expect. So for me, that first week was crazy because I was just like, you know, for my business, I require people to put down a deposit. So I was like, should I give the deposits back then have to reschedule everybody if we open back in two weeks? Should I hold the deposits? So I ended up holding the deposits to secure their spots. So whenever we open up, you know, they can get it back. But if they wanted a refund, they could definitely have a refund. But, you know, it's just really weird because you really don't know what to do in this situation because nobody has any experience in it. Nobody. So. Right. No, yeah, that's true. But like, But now, like, are things kind of, like, back to normal for you, or are you still just trying to, like, feel it out? I think things are definitely back to normal. Um, There are some weeks where I'm like, hmm, maybe I should take more people um, in terms of, like, capacity, but Mm -hmm. I think the safest thing is just to continue doing what I'm doing right now. I think it's more so, like, maintaining, right? Like, I know I can't take, like, as many people as I would a day, but it's okay because I'm keeping people safe. I'm keeping myself safe, um, my business safe. So that's like Mm -hmm. the big thing. Yeah, the the most important thing for sure. You mentioned earlier how, you know, before you kind of took that leap of faith and went on your own, you know, your social media presence like wasn't super strong. But now I feel like you've grown this little like community of people who are just like obsessed with you and obsessed with your work. And they're like, how do I do this to my hair? Like, how do I do that? So uh, talk to me a little bit about how you were able to do that, because I feel like building a community on any social media platform, especially Instagram, is really hard, um, especially just like with like the algorithm and things like that. But how are you able to just kind of like, you know, build your own community? I think the main thing for me, and it's so hard, but it's consistency, right? I, I just started working out this year. And <laughs> how's that going? 11 days in, 12 days in, but <laughs> it's, it's going. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I want to see results right now, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to keep working until you see those results. So the same thing applies. Um, and even after you see the results, right? Because you want to maintain. So the same thing for social media. Even when you don't feel like posting, you have to post. Even when right. you don't feel engaging you have to engage like the only time I would say don't do it is like you have to go live and you're really not feeling like 100 percent don't do it but in terms of like content post it every single day every single day (laughs) yeah so that that's like the key it's like just like being consistent yeah that's the key that's the key like there's sometimes like during the pandemic like you know with everything going on I had to take a mental break from social media for like two weeks. And it's just, I should say balance and consistency because you don't want to like be putting out stuff and your heart's not in it, right? Because people can see it. But when you're happy and you're you're putting stuff on there, even like there's times where I've been sick and I'm still like, 
post, like, you know, like, <laughs> I have to do it. And it's just like, I don't want to. And everybody has like their own, their own, I guess, method to social media. Some people say post three times a day, like that wasn't realistic for me because I started my page when I was still a college student. So I knew consistency for me versus last two years ago versus now is completely different because consistency for me two years ago was post every Thursday when I got out of my negotiations class at 9.45. I knew that I would be at the car at least by 10 o'clock. Um, I will be driving, I will be at the stoplight by 1025. And that's when I would post. So that was my consistency. Now I have my consistency is every day because I'm not getting out of class. So you just do what works for you until you can expand or do more or do less. Right. Makes sense. So speaking of expanding, where do you see yourself in your business in like five years? <laughs> In five years, I definitely um, want to have a salon um, named The Curl Conqueror. Um, I want to have products. I want to be teaching more classes. Um, I don't necessarily want to physically be behind the chair. Like, I want to be behind the chair if somebody, like, one of my staff calls out sick or if something mm-hmm. like that, or if I'm teaching a class. Like, I, I want to just teach people and train people in my method and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So yes. So stepping away from the chair and just kind of like managing and like doing other stuff to kind of like expand the brand, not so much being behind the chair. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. So um, 2021 has been off to an interest, interesting start. I'll say that. So what are your, what are your plans for this year? I, I think I saw that you want to start like, you know, doing like tours and stuff. Yeah. So I just got off the phone with my assistant. She's amazing. Um, And I do want to start doing tours because I have, you know, I, I want to travel. Like that's always been my, a dream of mine. I've always wanted to teach people um, how to do it. And um, yeah, so then I get to travel and I get to teach. So I think that that's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So uh, before, you know, we, we get off we get off this call, what's one piece of advice you'd give to like a fellow entrepreneur or someone who's wanting to, you know, do their own thing? Um, The advice that I would give would be to do what works for you. Like in a world where everyone is going on an entrepreneurial journey right now, or everybody is trying to, um, or not even trying to successfully making it on this journey, You have to do what works for you because we're all different. God designed us all differently. So what may work for Alex may not work for me. What works for Court may not work for Alex and so on and so forth. And just cultivating it for your own because I had a conversation um, with my friend maybe a couple weeks ago and I was telling her that, um, you know, like how important rest is because um, she was like, I'm staying up late and then I'm going to work at 5 a.m. and I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, well, when do you sleep? She was like, well, I read entrepreneurs are not supposed to sleep. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> it works for you. But I just remember there are times where, yes, I was pounding the pavement. I was staying up late and stuff like that. But now that I've implemented rest or even taken some time off, I feel so much better. I feel so much 
clear. My thoughts are coming through better. My create my creativity is coming through better. Like my creativity time used to be like 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. You mm-hmm. know, like that used right. to be like peak time. Now I'm just like when I wake up p.m., a.m. Like it's not <laughs> it's not those late times or anything like that. It's whatever works for you. <laughs> no, I, I like that. That that's like solid advice because it's true like there's just so in regards to like entrepreneurship there's just so much out there it can kind of be overwhelming like oh my gosh like what do I do but I think yeah if you just like take a step back and listen to yourself and like you know what your like I guess mind is telling you like that's like the best way to go yeah and it's not to say that all of their advice is wrong or that you shouldn't apply it like it's what is that phrase like you eat the fish and spit out the bone like you take (laughs) you you know you digest what you need to be fed and stuff like that but anything else that isn't applicable to your life don't use it and don't feel bad for not using it everything is not for you so so where can people find you like on social and stuff yeah, social media, the Curl Conqueror. I just made a clubhouse. It's Curl Conqueror. I think the the Curl Conqueror is taken. I don't know. Um, my <laughs> website is www.thecurlconqueror.com. Um, and just Google the Curl Conqueror and everything like related to me and my business, it'll come up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Court, for uh, hanging with me for a little bit and allowing me to, you know, pick your mind a bit. Thank you. This was really fun. <laughs>